0: Welcome to the Psalms, a call to words podcast where timeless truths shape today's words. I am your host, David Bunce, and I hope that you will be blessed as we journey through the great songbook of the Bible. We are continuing our study through Psalm 119. We are on the third letter today, the letter Gimel. As we have heard, this psalm in its entirety is focusing our attention on the word or law of God, what he has said, what he has taught us, and how we may pursue the way of blessedness and forsake the way of destruction. If we meditate upon his law, if we dwell upon it and obey it, we find God's blessing. And this is only possible through Jesus Christ. As Evan Sams commented in our last episode, true Christian affection and obedience is a thing of joy. That should be our goal in reading all of Scripture, and especially in Psalm 119, our attention is drawn to that, that our affections and our obedience should be stirred in a pursuit of joy that is ultimately fulfilled in Jesus Christ. In Psalm 119, we meditate upon the law of God, and here in this section, in Gimel, we find God calling us toward that obedient, flourishing life and away from the destructive and painful. Charles Spurgeon comments that in this section, the trials of the way appear to be manifest to the psalmist's mind, and he prays accordingly for the help which will meet his case. As in the last eight verses, he prayed as a youth newly come into the world. So here he pleads as a servant and a pilgrim who growingly finds himself to be a stranger in an enemy's country. His appeal is to God alone and his prayer is specially direct and personal. He speaks with the Lord as a man speaketh with his friend. That is how we should come to God, and we find that here in Psalm 119, verses 17 through 24. Deal bountifully with your servant, that I may live and keep your word. Open my eyes, that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. I am a sojourner on the earth. Hide not your commandments from me. My soul is consumed with longing for your rules at all times. You rebuke the insolent, accursed ones who wander from your commandments. Take away from me scorn and contempt, for I have kept your testimonies. Even though princes sit plotting against me, your servant will meditate on your statutes." Your testimonies are my delight. They are my counselors. Here in this psalm, we begin with this plea for God to deal bountifully with his servant, that he may live and keep his word. That should motivate us in our prayers, that God would help us to keep his word as long as we live. Spurgeon, again, comments on this and says, we work for him because he works in us. It's important not to flip that around, but instead, our actions, our obedience, is a fruit of the root that God works in us. Thus, continues Spurgeon, we may have a chain out of the opening verses of the three first octaves of this psalm. Verse 1 blesses the holy man. Verse 9 asks how we can attain to such holiness. And verse 17 traces such holiness to its secret source, And shows us how to keep the blessing. The more a man prizes holiness and the more earnestly he strives after it, the more will he be driven towards God for help therein. For he will plainly perceive that his own strength is insufficient and that he cannot, even as much as live, without the bounteous assistance of the Lord his God. How often do we recognize that everything that we have is because God has deigned it so? Everything that we possess is because of a kindness and a gift of God. It is true that we do deal with difficulties and infirmities and sorrows and sufferings, but in God's kind providence, He even allows us to go through difficulty that we would rely on Him more. When we come to this section of the psalm, we should see that the choice of blessing and flourishing and of destruction and pain are again set before us, this choice to go to the right or to the left. We are sojourners, meaning a journeyer, a pilgrim, one who is wandering, but not wandering aimlessly, wandering toward a destination. As we do that, we are sojourning on this earth, but we should go with all that we have toward God and recognize the bounty, the treasure, the wondrous pursuit that we have ahead of us is God himself and pursuing his way so that we would know him and follow him and delight in him. William Plummer says, while it is lawful for us in submission to the will of God humbly to ask for a continuance of life, we may do it not to gratify our own will or covetousness or love of carnal delight, but that we may glorify God by keeping His word. We should seek God's glory in all things. This has a very practical effect in our lives that we're not simply living for the next paycheck, we're not simply living for the next delight we get to take part in, but we are actually living for the glory of God. And how does that express itself? It expresses itself in our ultimate affections and devotion. Again, from Plummer, he says that afflicted, tempted, and tried as God's people may be, he still deals bountifully with them all. The humblest and poorest of them have unsearchable riches with them all. Life is theirs. Forgiveness is theirs. Acceptance is theirs. Renewal is theirs. The world is theirs. God their Father. Christ is their brother. The Spirit is their sanctifier, comforter, and guide. All the wealth of the world is not worth half as much as one covenant blessing. Have you received a covenant blessing from God? Have you been welcomed into the family of God that is Uh, given to us through the blood of Jesus Christ, welcoming us into the family of God. We are then sojourners. We are strangers in this earth, yet we are also given such a fellowship because God himself is with us and he has redeemed a people, meaning plural, a group of people, those who are his children, to go with us and sojourn together toward glorifying him. So, What do we do if this is our pursuit? We see a vision set forth for us, ahead of us. In the meantime, we are to be consumed. That's how the psalmist phrases this. My soul is consumed. It is occupied. It is taken up with, longing for your rules. Why would that be, that we would long for the rules of God, the law of God? Because it keeps us away from danger and keeps us toward blessing. I always love a pilgrim's progress, and anytime I think of these verses, I think of pilgrim's progress, the wanderer, the journeyer, fleeing the city of destruction and headed toward the celestial city where God is. That is where we are headed. All who are in Christ are headed to see God himself. We should be overwhelmed and overcome with seeking God's glory and enjoying his very presence. J. Morrison comments how few are there, even among the servants of God, who know anything of the intense feeling of devotion that is here expressed. Oh, that our cold and stubborn hearts were warmed and subdued by divine grace, that we might be ready to faint by reason of the longing which we had at all times for the judgment of our God. How fitful are our best feelings." If today we ascend the Mount of Communion with God tomorrow, we're in danger of being again entangled with the things of earth. How happy are those whose hearts are at all times filled with longings after fellowship with the great and glorious object of their love. That's what the point of this psalm is. The psalmist is pointing us in this section to a great and wonderful rejoicing and following of God. Even if princes sit plotting against us, even if powers are against us, even if all of these things come against us, we should continue to meditate on what God has said, meditating it on it continuing to think about what God has said, rehearsing it in our hearts, hiding the word of God in our hearts that we may not sin against Him, and then delighting in His testimonies. His testimonies are a delight to us and they are what guide us. May we do so today for the joy set before us that we may rejoice in God. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for this word Help us to have open eyes, so when we read your word or hear your word, that we would behold wondrous things, that it is beautiful, that it is good, that you are wanting us to follow you and find this flourishing. Lord, keep me away from the things that would steal that joy. Help me to meditate upon your word, to delight in it, and above all things, to love you, to thank you for being my God Following you day by day, moment by moment, that you would be glorified in all things. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for listening to The Psalms, a Called to Words podcast. For more content, just visit calledtowords.com. I hope you will join us again next time for more riches from The Psalms.